Hello, you've reached the voicemail of official FPL, the top FPL football game in the world despite our numerous shortcomings. Please leave a message after the beep. Hi, um, this is Jacob Close. You, you might have heard of me in the past, most famously known for my big role on the Art of the Dive podcast. And also, I have called 437 other times this year to explain to you how the minus 80 wasn't my fault. You see, I've done some calculations, and it turns out I'm the official winner of FPL. So, it's not my fault. Please award me my winnings. I'll continue to call six times per week until you give me a call back, because I'm sure you've, you've just happened to miss the call. Okay, bye. Welcome to the Art of the Dive, last episode of the season, El Finale, as they say in Barcelona. Jake is back, we have the squad together, we're going to wrap this season up right with a fun pod. Thanks to Mark, uh, FPL Virgin, for the idea for the top of the pod. Jake hasn't even heard it yet, I'm going to make him listen to the pod. He doesn't even know that I recorded something, Uh, so now he's confused. Jake and I both have a beer here. We're ready to record. Jake, how are you, buddy? Doing good. I think all I needed was a vacay. I should have took it earlier in the year. So you're, like, refreshed now. You're feeling great. You're ready. Like, Game Week 39 is upon yeah. us. Are you ready to game go? Game Week 39. I'm ready. Let's bring it on. <laughs> um, how was your vacation? It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I was talking with one of our, our friends that helps with the pod a little bit. And he was asking me, he's like, did you watch the Barcelona game? And I was like, I did. Um, went out to a nice meal, had some octopus and lamb and some tapas mm-hmm. and uh, caught the second half of the game. I, I literally showed up right before Wijnaldum scored. I think he scored both goals and to start the second half. Right, bang, and bang. yeah, Bang, bang. And I wasn't even thinking because I was cheering for Liverpool because of our our friend. And I just, I saw it coming and I, I started cheering like really loudly. But everyone else started cheering. And I was like, oh, that's that's a good thing. I'm in like a Liverpool bar right now. Yeah, seriously. So. It would have been hilarious if you would have gotten your ass kicked in Barcelona. <laughs> I would have been so happy if you would have called and been like, I can't record the pod. My jaw's wired shut. Yeah, I'm, I would have. Catherine would have had to call and tell you that. So, yeah, she would have been a better pod pod co-host, anyways. Yep, probably. Uh, so we had in game week thirty-seven, we had a good friend of the pod, Jimmy, uh, played your role um, when I was down in Miami. We were both pretty <laughs> blitzed when we recorded it. So, but uh, a number of people did say that uh, they liked him better than you. How does that make you feel? Oh man. I guess that means I'm just going to have to get better for next year. Yeah, that's a good attitude. It really is. You have gotten, I will say, as the one nice thing I'll I'll say to you this whole year on the pod, since it's like the end of the year, you have become exponentially better at podcasting as the year has gone on. 
Yeah, that's that's my goal. Better at podcasting, better at FPL. That's what yeah. I, I I wake up and that's what I put on my my bathroom mirror in the morning. That's a stupid fucking thing to put on your mirror, but you'd really <laughs> hope that by so this year, like great segue. We recorded uh forty six episodes. This is our forty seventh episode that we're gonna put out this year. Wow, that's that's pretty awesome. Isn't that insane? I, I'm just looking now. I, I could hardly believe it. We um so we had uh thirty thirty two thousand total plays. Uh, and of those, probably like thirty-one thousand were from this season alone, um, which is is pretty crazy. So yeah, I mean, uh, it was a great year. Um, I guess we'll we'll just hit that stuff now. I mean, I, I just want to say thanks to everybody that was involved with the podcast. There were a lot of people on Twitter, and then later in the year when we started the Slack. Um, and I'm not gonna go through individual names. Everybody knows them because they're like the people that write in every week and. Uh, people that we talk about a lot on the pod, but thanks to all those folks uh, that have helped us kind of, I guess, not only build the community, but also promote the pod. So a lot of these people have take, taken the pod and they suggest it to other people on Twitter. They retweet it. Um, they share it with friends or family that are involved in FPL. And Jake and I, we've said this before, you know, it's this is a fun thing for us. We enjoy it. It's a great excuse for the two of us to keep in touch. And we've really enjoyed the community that's come along with it. And so we haven't spent like a ton of time promoting our own stuff, um, which maybe is not the best business model, but it's just kind of the way that we've been okay with it. It's the amount of time that we have. And so it's really grown organically due to the, the folks that have selflessly kind of helped us out with it and promoted it. Um, including some other other podcasts that have have said some really nice things about us, some other big accounts online that have have been nice enough to, you know, not necessarily promote us, but just say, hey, you know, the Art of the Dive guys, they're doing a nice job or whatever. And and so thanks to all those folks that that have done that this year, it really means a lot. Jake, do you have anything you want to add to that? Um, yeah, I just want to say thank you as well from from me. So I know I take the brunt of a lot of jokes and. You know, my, well, the <laughs> yeah, the truth, um, definitely just appreciate everyone. I, I think some people may hate me. I don't know, but for the some? most part, it's just, it's gosh, you're not helping. It's, it's banter. And I definitely appreciate everyone putting in their time to, to, you know, send us questions, give our pod shouts, um, even, you know, just, you know, doing the Slack channel, uh, little, every little thing counts. And I feel like it's been much more enjoyable this year. The end of the year got pretty busy for me with some life stuff. And um, I'm excited for next year. I, I, I definitely actually have a list of things to get done in, in between. It's it's really a short break, um, but I yeah. have a list of things I want to get done to make next year even better. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. So we'll get into the pod then now that we've wasted uh everybody's time but we'll, we'll get rolling here um there's not as much like content content to cover this pod's going to be a little different uh we've got a, a couple of big picture questions that we kind of wanted to review game week 38 and then just kind of the season quickly like how we think it went for the the two of us um we have some jake's mistakes to cover of course and then the second half of the pod because there's not so many questions like for a game week i thought that we would do like a section, the best pod moments, the best advice that people think we provided, the worst advice, um, maybe the, some, some questions or comments kind of about what's next for the pod and things like that. And then we'll, we'll wrap the pod up. So let's get into it, Jake. Um, we got a question from, is my captain playing? And you and I have talked a lot about this 
more off pod than on pod, but what rule changes would you implement if you ran the game? Uh, for example, what about the ability to change captain mid game week, meaning people could either bank a Saturday captain's points or gamble on a Sunday captain. Um, and so we, you and I have talked a little bit about this. Let's start with, with just rule changes in general that we would maybe implement. Um, a couple things that folks have kind of suggested throughout the year. Uh, and one of them that I really liked was the idea of, of like a holding mid position, um, or, changing the bonus point system that would uh, help favor kind of those holding mid positions, maybe uh, providing more points for like for tackles and a pass is completed um, or like secondary assists or something like that. It would help like center backs and holding mids uh, have a little bit more value. Whereas right now there's, they're not really worth much. Um, what do you think about those types of rule changes, Jake? Uh, I'm definitely in favor um, but not like, I would say, you know how you always, I don't know if they have this in other countries, but um, the like strongly disagree, disagree, so-so, agree, strongly agree. I'd be in like the agree category, not strongly agree. Um, nobody's, I, ever, I do, nobody's ever put strongly agree on one of those little charts. Nobody's ever like clicked strongly agree. Nobody. Oh, that's that's why I don't get jobs because I yeah. <laughs> feel like I do that all the time. Uh, Are no, you I, an incompetent idiot? <laughs> Strongly, strongly agree. agree. <laughs> Damn it! I knew I wasn't supposed to put that one. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I, I, I would like the defensive midfielders to get a little bit more involved in the game. That's probably the better way to do it. You know, another one that I would add is I hate that when teams are doing poorly, like say. You know, Arsenal midfielders were were not shit. very good. Yeah, they were shit. That's that's gonna sum it up. They were shit this year. I would like a a system of adjusting their cost to get players like that more involved. Like if their percentage is like really low, maybe they drop like point two oh yeah points per mil or i know we've talked about that in yeah. the past but that would be more interesting to me because then they're going to get owned even though they might not be having good seasons and it will make the game more variable i don't know though that might that may kind of ruin the game for people as well i mean maybe a lot of people would disagree or strongly disagree with that <laughs> no i uh we talked about this like early in the year actually uh i'm I think that that's an awesome idea. So the way that the price changes work right now is based off their change from their, I think from their ownership at the beginning of the year. So like if a player's not ever highly owned, their price never can, never can really go down, uh, which means they very rarely, if ever become a, uh, a feasible option within the game. So yeah, that would make total sense. Like an Arsenal midfielder who no one's going to touch most of the year because there was rotation and the team's bad and whatever. Uh, that now if they're super low ownership, like let's say sub, I don't know, 2% or X percent, whatever you think, sub X percent, then they should drop in price so that they eventually become a playable option. It just means that more players would be, would be options and we would, you know, we, we would have a lot more variability amongst teams. Yeah, which some people might not be for. Maybe they're they start off the year really well and they're like, no, nah, I don't I don't want there to be variability because once I do well in the beginning, but I think that ruins the game, right? Like no, if you, you I, have a bad first couple of weeks, you're already right. really behind the eight ball, and this would make it 
give you a better chance of coming back into contention. No, I think I think the majority of managers that have a rough start to the year do not recover. I know that there are some, there's obviously some that do, and, I, and we've seen a lot of people like that are heavily involved in the community and in our podcast and stuff that have, you know, oh, I was ranked 300,000 halfway through the year and I finished at 20K or whatever, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, those those people had, had great finishes to the year, but uh, yeah, most people that have a rough start to the season, the first 10 game weeks or whatever, like it's really hard to bounce back, almost impossible. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right, I like that one. What about the specific... Uh, game or rule change that is my captain playing proposed like uh kind of this would be kind of a fun one the ability to change captain mid game week meaning people could either bank a saturday captain's points or gamble on a sunday captain so basically what you'd be doing is you would almost always pick a captain like on saturday that you liked and then um and then on sunday if you didn't like it right you could switch it over like the performance i don't love that rule i kind of like the idea of just like having to pick a captain and stay with it um, yeah, I'm not a big personal. fan. An interesting one would more in, interesting in my opinion would be once or twice a year having a chip where you can play your vice captain as your captain, even yeah. if they both play. That would yep. be more interesting to me because I think it would require a little bit more skill. Where what what is my captain playing proposing is you know like well everyone's going to take their shot game week or you know friday saturday games and if you mess out it's just like you get a second chance which higher points more fun maybe but also much easier and takes a lot of skill out of it i like the idea of of some retroactive chips so like a chip where you could switch your captain or let your you know after the game week's done or let your vice captain play or a chip that you could play where uh you could pick a sub to come in Mm -hmm. and play um the is it like what was the what's the other league that does the FPL that just launched this year? Was it was it like the Netherlands prim, uh, fantasy Premier League? I can't remember, but they they launched a, a, a fantasy Premier League league this year, and um, they have a chip where you get like unlimited budget for one week. That's kind of an interesting idea. Oh, that is interesting. So it's like a free hit, but instead of just free hit, you also get unlimited budget, but just for that week. Kind of a cool idea. Um, yeah. anyways, so a lot of good ideas. I mean, I, I talked about this, I think, uh, last part of the pod before we spoke, just like how official FPL does try to keep it pretty simple for people. And I think that's part of the reason why they haven't added a lot of layers. They're trying to make it available to more, more other, more players throughout the world. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I would love a little bit more, uh, more layers to the game, if you will. So, all right, let's move on. Um, let's get into the game weeks. Uh, I, you want to start or should I with our, your game week 38 and kind of how things finished up for you? Why don't, well, do we want to save the best for last or start with the best? All right. Let's start with you then. Let's start with okay. you. Your shit. So first. you can go first. Yeah. Um, I actually thought I had a pretty good week. Uh, I had 60 points, um, which was above the average of 51, but ended up red arrowing you know, for everything. My, should I do final overall or should I save that? Yeah, let's do it. Just okay. do the whole thing. Tell us how did you, yeah. you know, how did your overall go? You know, yeah. what was your game week rank? I mean, we don't have to go yeah. into players too much, but let's just kind of, you know, what, what did you do? Yeah, so my overall game week rank was a little bit better than 2 million, which wasn't great. Um, overall rank, I finished at 232,000. Yeah, that's not you bad. You know, it's 
it's better than what I've done in the past, which is good. But I, I missed my, you know, my start of season goal was top 100K. Um, and then, you know, after the minus 80 and debacle, my, my like, improved or new mid-season goal was 200K. And I was actually doing quite well and close to 100K and, and messed up at the end of the year. It's just the way it goes. But... You know, Liverpool players did well. Uh, two clean sheets. I I wish I had uh, Trent. He finished the season unbelievably yeah, well, and I, I yeah, I just didn't want to drop Mane because Mane finished on a tear. Mm-hmm. So there was no way to get him in really, unless I I dropped Van Dijk or Rabo. But they got two cleans and Mane scored. I captained Sterling, who luckily got an assist. I think because someone scored a free kick that he got fouled on. I think yep. that's what happened. Yeah. Um, Aguero got a goal. Uh, Jerry D got a goal. Rondon got a goal. Uh, you know, like most weeks, that would be very good. Um, but yeah, I, I still red arrowed. Um, my transfer was was not good. Pogba got me one point so, oh yeah. yeah that's also who i brought in i don't really know what i was thinking but i did it anyways so. no it, i you know it's funny we didn't even talk about it and we both brought him in i don't know if it's because he was close to to points or, or cost for son and we just didn't want to yeah. waste our money the last week um Gotta I mean, obviously you thought they'd do better against cardiff but that didn't happen yeah they're a shit team um Okay, let's um let's hold on like so what we'll do then is I'll talk about my team a little bit here and then yeah. why don't you let's then we'll talk a little bit like about leagues and like your your game week history, kinda like the flow of your season. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's so, that's a good idea. So pull up your pull up your game week history while I just chat about my team here quick. So thirty eight I finished on seventy four points. Like Jake said, the average was fifty one, so I had a, a great game week. Uh, a game week rank of uh, 544k. Uh, in terms of performances, I mean, I captained Aguero, uh, I had Mane, Robertson, Arnold, Laporte. So uh, good returns. De La Foe with a nice return as well. Um, so solid, solid all around performance from the team. Uh, overall rank, I finished uh, 1,169. So I'm like, I'm ecstatic with that. That that is so good. Um, my goal at the start of the season was top 10 K. Uh, I, you know, I had some, I had some chances in the year to do a little bit better than this. And I, I missed some captains. I missed some transfers, but you know what? Like I totally get it. I mean, I think like, I think to get in the top hundred K you have to be pretty skilled. Like you have to know how to play the game. And then after that, I mean, I won't say it's all luck, but sometimes it kind of feels like that. Like, Going through the season, I got, I did get lucky. Guys I was considering to bring in maybe for a transfer. And then, oh, I just decided last minute for whatever reason to not go with them. And then he gets hurt or red cards the next, that next game week. And it's like, you just missed that bullet. So I totally get that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm ecstatic with a rank of, of 1,169. Um, in terms of leagues and performances, like within those leagues, um, I finished 39th in the U.S., uh, 70th in the Spurs League. Um, in League Dive, I finished second, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, let's see. Official FPL on Twitter, I finished uh, 38th. And I guess there's not really... Oh, the Beat the FPL General is a pretty big league. I finished 62nd. And Twitter Liga is also nice. very big. I finished uh, 7th in that league. So I'm really happy with the season for me. I lucky i think i also played my cards really well throughout the year um 
kind of developed a strategy at the beginning of the year, which we've shared, you know, focusing on value, picking the obvious captain pick, um, only using transfers when I have to. So I, I was looking at my game week history here. Um, let's see. I'm going to count how many game weeks I didn't make a transfer. Six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. So 16 game weeks, I didn't make one transfer. Yeah. Uh, which is, and then I made two in a bunch of game weeks as well. So I think that's a strategy that we'll talk about more next year. But I really think you can make more change, uh, more effective change in that way. Uh, it requires a lot of patience, and you can't be trigger happy. Um, I also only took one hit all year, which is something that I've always advocated for. And I stayed mostly away from premium strikers. I had premium strikers in my team for about um, 15 game weeks total. And it was Aguero uh, the whole time. So yeah, that was my year. Um, why don't, should we do some Jake's mistakes here, Jake, and talk about your seat, your overall like flow oh. of your season overhaul season, Jake's mistakes or just last week, Jake's mistakes, <laughs> which whatever one you want to do. Do you want to do Jake's mistakes right now? Uh, yeah, let's do it. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll kind of tie them together. Okay. Um, so for Jake's mistakes this week, we did get a song sent in. Uh, I was going to sing it last week, but then you weren't here and I thought it would be better if, uh, if I sing it this week, uh, Kenny McDowell sent it in and it's to the song. Oops. I did it again by Britney Spears. Are you familiar, Jake? Uh, I am familiar since I grew up in the nineties. Do you want to sing the song or do you want me to sing it? Oh, you can sing this one. I think this is a good one for you. Okay. Um, I do have like the Britney Spears song up in the background because I don't really know the song that well. <laughs> um, but like, I think I can like sing it as we're going. He like, he did the whole thing. Like, it's a very long, it's a long song here. Yeah, that's good. That's good by him. Maybe he should be a songwriter. Mm, he could. Yeah, he could be. Um, can I just comment quickly, though, in this music video? If you haven't seen it in a while, people should bring it up. Brittany is looking good. She has a red leather or, like, plastic – it's not leather. It's plastic jumpsuit. Um, I don't know how she got into it or how she'd get out of it, but it's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, good times. All right. That, that video will be forever etched in my mind. Yeah, well, that's gross. I'm imagining <laughs> imagining why. I'm disgusted as well. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to throw up. Christ. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, let me let me play the song. Uh, hopefully it's loud enough. Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Jake did it again. He made you believe he could pick a good team. Oh, baby, it might seem like a crush, but it doesn't mean that he's serious. Cause to lose all his bonus points, that is just so typically Jake. Ooh, baby, baby, oops, Jake did it again. He played with your wild card and got lost in the game. Oh, baby, baby, oops, do you think Jake is Bobby Love? <laughs> that, that he sent from above. He's not that innocent. That was good. I love the Bobby Love shout in there. Yeah. 
I didn't even see that coming. I was laughing. I'm sorry. I couldn't quite pull it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, did well. Most probably one of the top three most embarrassing things I've ever done in my life. Right there. <laughs> Other than having to think about you etching this music video into your brain, that was also embarrassing. Didn't have to think about it. It just happens, you know. Yeah, when you're like, oh yeah, I love Britney Spears in that music video. That. <laughs> what do you want me to do about that? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was the beer talking. Whatever. Uh, all right, let's talk about your mistakes. Okay, so I'll uh, start. Do you want to the... start? Let's let's focus more more like big big picture here. What yeah. were, what were the big things on the year that that gotcha that gotcha good? Well, did you did FPL uh, Gaz send you a nice little flowchart of your season? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so Gaz has helped us out a ton with the Slack channel. Uh, everybody should be giving him a follow. Uh, on Twitter, he also has been making these really cool flowcharts of the year. I, I'm not gonna go out and say that he'll make everyone that wants one a flowchart, but he's made a bunch of us flowcharts in the Slack channel that kind of show like take that basically take that game week performance, right, the history, and then plot it onto a graph so you can kind of see. It. And then what he's been doing, which is really cool, is he's been overlaying it with where people took hits uh, mm-hmm. and where they played their chips so you can see like if people made gains when they when they did those things it's very interesting and it's really cool yeah. work but anyway so yeah ahead. really good work um we should hire that guy <laughs> you know for our business that we don't actually really have anyways you know looking back on it i started out really well and after the first five game weeks, uh, I was still in the top 100K. A uh, big part of that was Salah, Mane. I'm going with the more expensive back line, which I'm just going to sum up. My biggest mistake is that I am too quick to make transfers and overhauls on my team. And I honestly just need to not be so aggressive next year. Um, I made minus the, you know, the, the 20, uh, free hit debacle, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 hits, um, which is just too many. Uh, both my wild cards were really successful. I think it's honestly just I, I move players out too quickly. Frazier is a good example. I moved him out. He got um, a hat trick the one game and then had like a goal and two assists the other when I moved him out again. I had Trent in my team a long time and moved him out. Uh, even the end of the year, Pereira was doing really well and I moved him out. And and I, I don't know why I do these things. I don't know if it's because I, I look at my team for too long or what, but that that's the biggest mistake wrapped up in a nutshell. What kind of nutshell? Uh, pistachio nutshell. Blue collar. Um, okay, so so too quick to pull the trigger, not enough patience, chasing points. I mean, I think these are like themes that a lot of managers probably can identify with, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I mean, that that's what separates the top 100K from the not top 100K. Um, and I... You know, I don't know. I don't even know if it was so much chasing points for me, but if it was just that, I think I think I have a problem when players are obviously performing well with their underlying stats. If they're not on 
like, you know, the big name teams, like if they're not big Man City guys or Liverpool guys, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to get rid of them, even if they have a, a couple tough game weeks. Because once those game weeks switch around, they're going to be back into form. I think that happened a lot with Frazier. I think that happened a lot with Dinge, um, with Lucas Dinge. Um, and I, I feel like once I see those two like zero point weeks or one point or two point weeks, I'm like, oh, this player doesn't need to be in my team anymore. There's better options out there, but that's not true. Even if other players are having better weeks more recently, you have to look at the season as a whole. Um, you know, I, I feel like there's the flashes in the pan every season. Like Ross Barkley was a prime example of that. Would you have rather had Ross Barkley for the whole year or, or Ryan Frazier? Yeah, it's a stupid question, but I'm sure there's people who switch those players out or, you know, maybe it was some someone else that I can't really think of off the top of my head. And it, it just is, it's, it's not good enough, PL. You, you can't do those things. And that's where I think it comes back kind of to my idea of, of only taking, or of 16 game weeks, not taking a free hit, not using a free, or excuse me, not taking a transfer. Uh, and instead just holding and kind of letting, letting things level out a little bit statistically and then making kind of bigger moves all at once rather than these, these small incremental changes in your team. Um, I, I do think that it's a more effective way to go about transfers. I mean, there's obviously times when you have to make a transfer, like a guy's on a red card and he's not playing or he's injured or whatever, or he's not in the team. Uh, but I do think we tend to probably overthink and over tinker with the teams, uh, despite most of us probably having relatively sound, solid player selection through most of the season. Sorry, letting my cat back in. God damn it, Jake. It's un it's unfucking believable. It really is that well, we try was... to do a podcast. At... No, don't just don't. No, you're done. Was, uh, was... No, you're done. Okay. You're done. Okay. You're done. Uh, let's um let's talk about leagues. We had two leagues this year. Uh, the first league is League Dive, which we started at the beginning of the year and we closed, I believe, after either Game Week 8 or 10. Uh, we we kind of thought we'd shut it down so that people weren't just joining randomly. We kind of wanted to have some continuity in terms of the league. Uh, I think there's roughly 200 people in the league, which was more than we thought. We were kind of thinking like, oh, if we can get 100 people in, that would be great. Um, and a lot of people joined early, which is really fun. I I'm ecstatic to see what this league looks like next year. I It was very competitive. We had a lot of uh, very good players. Um, I think like almost, let me see, I'm going to check the 10th spot before I say this out loud. Yeah, so everybody that finished in the top 10 was in the top 10K. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, and I'm going to go to 20 now. Yeah, so then once we get to about 15, it's not like that. So, But but yeah, everybody in the top 10 was in the top 10K, so all really competitive. Um, obviously, anything, I just want to make this statement. Um, now that the season's over, uh, Jake and I have talked about kind of the fine print in our podcast. If you won anything associated with FPL, whether that's a mini league cash, office pool, something from official FPL, um, or any other league that you're in, you owe Jake and I 51% of all winnings. Just understand that um, if you don't give that to us, uh, we will be sending a collection agency after you. Um, and I'm Italian, so 
you know, we collect things a little differently than other people do. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, you're going to want to do that. So Jake and I, um, this weekend are going to go through every single team and see if anyone won their league. So we'll be contacting you. You'll, you'll, you'll hear from us. So, uh, league dive, great league. I'm going to hit off the top 10, uh, in number 10, uh, Nialo Higgins, ninth, Matt Blen- Blenner, uh, eighth, Mark Edwards, uh, seventh, uh, John Eric Torsteinston, uh, sixth, Arnie Marius Haugen, fifth, Sam Ewell Shapiro, uh, fourth, Fripe Pearson, uh, third, Hamish Holmes, second is Marco, that's me, it's not fucking coming home because in first place, Matt Frisky, the Quixote kid, he held it down uh, this year with that huge triple captain performance from Salah, and he finishes the year at 152 in the world, which is just fucking outrageous. Uh, Matt, congratulations on winning the inaugural league dive. As promised, Matt will win a t-shirt from Jake and I. We're still working on designs and stuff. I reached out to Matt already to let him know. Uh, the, the idea would be Matt will be getting that shirt at the beginning of next year before the season starts. And, uh, I'm hoping to do a little thing with him on the pod, maybe over Skype or just like have him record a couple, uh, tips for success that he found this season really helped him to kind of hopefully share with the rest of us if he's willing. Uh, he said he'd be interested in doing that. So congrats, Matt. Um, and thank you for everyone that competed in that league. Now, the second league that we had was the Travis Shaw minus 80 PSL league. This was a league that was essentially designed around just beating Jake. Open league started in game week 31 and went to the end of the year. And it was mostly just to troll Jake for having used most, if not all of his chips at that point in the season, rather frivolously. Uh, and so this league, um, was still pretty competitive. A lot of good managers and we had way more people than I thought we ever would have had. Uh, of course, the most important performance was mine. I finished 12th and ahead of Bobby Worthless Love at 17, who talked shit all year. Chat shit. Get banged, Bobby. How do you like that? Guess who has a podcast and gets to chat shit now? Okay, sorry. I've had a little bit of pent-up aggression there, and I was excited yeah, to talk wow. about that. Um, Jake, where did you finish in the league? Do you know? Uh, a couple pages down. Uh, <laughs> a couple one, pages. <laughs> one, 132. I think I don't know what happened. Obviously. So that's roughly like that middle well. of the middle of the league probably, right? Oh, that's better than what I thought. I figured it was like dead last. Oh, yeah, there's actually a lot of people. Wow. Yeah, I think there's like might have been almost 400 or something. Yeah, uh no, it's it's close to 200. So yeah, oh, definitely really? the It's only 200. Yeah, I thought it was almost 400. Well, maybe all the people at the back uh, cut out at the yeah, end. I don't know, yeah, but... that's what happened. There were probably like a thousand, and they cut out. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but overall, in the league dive, I brought, I definitely brought shame to a lot of people. I feel I finished sixty eighth, which wasn't too bad. You finished sixty eight in league dive mm-hmm. after yeah. the minus eighty, huh? Yeah, after the minus eighty. So shame, we shamed shame people. We shamed people for a while for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, shame yeah. to anyone that finished after sixty eight, sixty nine, or later. Yeah, 16 uh, later. Top 10, Travis Shaw, minus 80 PSL League. Uh, Kenny McDowell, Mr. McDonald himself, number 10. Nine, Tom Webb. Eight, Muhammad El Kayani. Kani. Uh, seventh, Matthew Osborne. Six, Muhammad Nadim. Fifth, Roeth Menon. Uh, fourth, KGFPL. Third, Armand Singh. Uh, second, Frank Pibwin. And uh, first, is that Junaid 
Adia. Janet Adia. That's a hard I name, but, uh, but yeah. uh, pretty impressive and uh, finished 228 in the world. So so quality performance there. Uh, there's no no prize for the league. This was just a fun league. Um, but congrats to everybody and thank you for everyone that competed in that. Um, please plan to join the leagues next year. Uh, Jake, should yeah. we take a quick break and then second half of the pod, we'll do some recap of the season. Yeah, I think that's good. I just have to say, I'm excited for the county kid to be, you know, possibly uh, joining us for a pod. I mean, uh, 152nd in the world. That's cr- that blows my mind. It's crazy. Jake, we are, we we already talked about that like three four minutes ago. Why are you bringing I know, it back but up? But I didn't. Well, I didn't get to share like my excitement for him. I mean, he was he was like 140 points off of like the the, Jake. the top. Jake. Okay. Jake. Okay. I'm done. Shut the I'm fuck done. up. Break, break it is. All right, stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. In the second half of the pod this week, we're going to do things a little bit differently. We've broken it down into a couple different categories. Best pod moments, best advice, worst advice, favorite FPL performances, and then some questions and comments. Uh, What we're going to do... Uh, is we're going to fly through kind of those first few sections, best pod moments, best advice, worst advice, uh, and talk a little bit about um, what folks thought were the best best moments of the year. Uh, what we'll do is I will read them off, and then Jake and I are both going to pick the one we like the most, and that's the one we'll kind of discuss, because otherwise we'd be here all freaking night. Uh, this will be a really fun section of the pod for those that have, have been involved in the pod this year, uh, especially if you started listening like around Christmas or, or even before that. And if you haven't, if you're a late listener, if you've just joined the Art of the Dive family, uh, this will be, this will give you a great idea about what we're all about. <laughs> it might be a little embarrassing, but it'll be a good idea of what we're all about. So the, uh, the write-ins for the best pod moments. I'm going to read these quickly. FPL sexy. When Jake said, I didn't know I had to join the league. That was pretty funny. Red Eagle, the minus 80 will stay on FPL history books. Uh, looking at Jake's team after the minus 80 and seeing Walcott in it. Uh, Thomas Bracken wrote in, Jake's cat constantly banging around in the background. Uh, Mark saying, Jake getting a PSL delivered live on air. Uh, FPL Renegades pod said, uh, first dive pod I listened to referenced dildos, velociraptors, Batman, and FPL. Couldn't believe my luck as that's three out of four of my favorite things. Not that I'm into dinosaurs anymore. It's <laughs> 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 a great writing. Frank wrote, any moment Jake gets a verbal pasting. Uh, Bobby Love said, Jake never having a good day when you pod. That's mostly true. Steve uh, wrote in, Marco's accurate British accent. Uh, Cy said Jake's mistakes. Steve said impressions of Jake. And 2.0 said, uh, oh, that's a question. That's supposed to be in the question section. So um, I'll move that down there. So, so Jake, of all those write-ins, what do you think is, uh, is your favorite? Man, I have I might have to give it to FPL Renegades. I don't even remember that pod, but that you know that is what our pod just is all about. You know, bringing happiness to everybody. So I think that's a good one. Except for you. Except for except for me, which is why I think like close to second is anytime Jake gets a verbal pasting. Yeah, I I think the funniest one is actually Bobby's, and I'm mad that I'm picking it because I. <laughs> fucking hate bobby love but uh jake never having a good day when we pod it's true like every single time so before we start the podcast just so everybody knows before we start the podcast 
uh, Jake and I normally talk for five to 10 minutes. Like we run through this sheet that we have and we just chat about like how our weeks are going. And like every time Jake's like, okay, let's pod. And I'm like, Jake, is everything all right? Not really, but let's just do this. And it's like, by the time we get into the pot, he's like feeling good. But, but before it's like, God, you got to slap him around a little bit to get him going. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that. Um, oh, <laughs> but anyways, I think those, yeah, it, it was good. And, and I think the minus 80 is funny. Cause like that really jumped the podcast this year. Like it got people kind of listening to it. Yeah. So. Honestly, I was going to say, uh, the Walcott one, but I'm too embarrassed to admit that that's <laughs> a good one. So, cause that did happen. Mm-hmm. Uh. Okay. Let's go to the next category. The best advice. So this is, um, this is advice that that we gave at some point on the pod this year. Most of it is, um, is FPL related, but I'll read these off. A lot of the same folks kind of wrote in for multiple and I didn't want to like double up because a lot of people said like the minus 80, for example. So I didn't write minus 80 six times. Uh, so I kind of just picked through these, but, uh, okay. Best advice. Red Eagle, uh, press the wild card button when playing it. It's a good one. Thomas Bracken, take mental breaks from FPL. Don't get too self involved. Uh, Mark and 2.0 said, being anti-premium forward all year. We did do that. Frank said he liked that we gave the advice of not taking hits. Bobby Love said none. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Oh, fucker. Steve, form versus fixtures and groupthink. He liked the discussion about that. Cy said, don't be like Jake. Lane said, advertising FML FPL. I now listen to it, and that is how to do a good podcast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, FPL troll said getting off the Alonzo ba- bandwagon and Emma, this is a good one said hashtag fake divorce. Brilliant. Oh, uh, okay, Jake, I'll let you pick your favorite of all of those. There's a lot of good ones. There's some good serious ones and some good, not serious ones. I'm just going to first off say red Eagle is starting to be my nemesis. I feel it used uh, to be lane though. And lane's over here trolling us again. Yeah. He's trolling <laughs> us. That, that is kind of funny though. So I have to give it to him. Uh, um, but <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with, uh, some serious, I, I'm, I'm feeling serious right now. And I think we jumped on the being anti-premium forward really early. And I think that was a very important topic. So I'm going to go with Mark and 2.0 on that one. Yeah. The big thing was just the, the value question. Uh, we, neither of us could see a way where you could, afford all the quality defenders and all the quality midfielders that were available in the game this year and also have a premium striker especially when there were so many mid-priced and low-priced strikers that were were doing the bits as they say uh and so yeah i mean unless they they make some changes to the pricing structure or point structure for forwards next year i I think i'll probably be in the same boat yeah agreed agreed yeah. Uh, I think my favorite has to be Emma's the fake divorce. Uh, I think one of the first times that Emma wrote in, uh, she wrote a question in about like beating her husband or something. And that was my advice. My advice was just like throw divorce down on the table, like have the paper sitting out when he gets home. So he forgets to make a transfer or something like that. Yeah, that uh, was a good one. Yeah, that's a quality move. And if I had a dollar for every time I fake divorced my wife, I'd have three dollars. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh worst advice uh from people. 
Um, Mark wrote in, this is a good one, uh, recording a special episode on chip strategy, telling everyone to be patient, then Jake plays his wild card. That's good. Uh, Frank, advising me to buy a six-pack instead of a tray of beer. Worst advice ever. Uh, Bobby Love said Sané in double game week 25. I don't remember that, Bobby, but if we did, we didn't mean it, and you're a liar. <laughs> Steve, how to bake souffle. I don't remember talking about souffle either. Sai, worst advice, suggesting that we follow Jacob Close on Twitter. <laughs> worst advice from FPL Troll, drinking PSLs. Uh, 2.0 in game week 11 you told me not to take two hits it wrecked my season it's when i i started to dive well at least you're diving uh and emma this is a great one emma wrote in uh listening to your pod for the first time with my husband grandma and family in the car to hear you discussing jake bestiality and the size of your dot 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 (laughs) oh my god That's the fucking highlight of my year. This whole podcast, we recorded 47 episodes. It was worth it just to hear that from Emma. It really was. Uh, Uh, That's obviously the winner, but Jake, what would be your second place? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Second place, I'm going to give it to Cy. Probably following me on Twitter is probably pretty terrible advice. Yeah. yeah, that is bad advice. I'm going to take issue. I'm not going to give an award. Uh, I'm going to take issue with, with, um, with Frank, who said advising <laughs> me to buy a six pack instead of a tray of beer. My, he, what he didn't, he didn't include the second half of that. The second half of that advice was go pick yourself out like a nice six pack, like high alcohol, nice six pack. Okay. So like one that you can enjoy a couple of and like be good to go. So Frank, you know, this is, it's fake news is what you're doing to me here. And it's not really fair to play, make me out to be the type of person that you're trying to make me out to be. I, I don't appreciate that. I know I'm going to get a verbal pasting for this, uh, but what's a tray of beer? That's not the only pasting you're going to be getting. <laughs> no, I just don't know I what think, that means. I think it's like when we say, haven't you ever heard, like, I think we use the word flat. Have you ever heard that? Like oh, a flat of beer? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I think it's the same thing, but like around these parts. Around these parts, we use a, a flat of beer, which is yeah. what? It's twenty like twenty four beers, right? Is that what a yes. flat is? Yeah. Yeah. And they well, normally probably, come they normally yeah. come like not in a they're not like a, in a in a box a lot of times. They literally like are in a tray, right? Like of beer. Yeah, Frank, if you get a, a six pack of the same beer, it's not it's not better then. You gotta get better, you know, yeah. I, f- I feel you on that. Right. The idea is like just is getting a nice one, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. We can move on more. Okay. Um, so that was our worst advice section. One more section to go through, and then we'll do a few questions and comments. Uh, this is the, the favorite FPL performance of the season. Um, the idea was for that to be players but i don't know if if everyone did that it looks like they did yeah so uh, thomas bracken says the the vvd brace and 20 points scored in, in uh i can't remember which game week that was but uh mark said sean morrison in double game week 34 jim said uh rabo just having him and he also followed that up with that he hadn't had him all year uh frank said de la foe in the double it's a good one uh, bobby love matt the Kyote kid because it's fucking coming home that's just again, Bobby. Bobby's. I'm gonna be honest. I shouldn't have put any of Bobby's stuff in here. The yeah. guy's a he's a menace. I don't, yeah. Mm, whatever. All right. Uh, Steve and 2.0 said Juan B getting bonus points. It's a good one. And uh, and Sai said, 
Oh, this is this is cute. This was nice. This pod was the best find of the season, even better than the performances of Robbo or Jimmy. Ah, so yeah, that was nice. That was nice to Cy. I like Cy. He's a good Cy, the fantasy guy. Good guy. Uh, what was your favorite performance of the season, Jake? Is there like a particular performance that someone mentioned here, or one that like stands out to you? Yeah. I'm gonna I wanna go with total FPL performance. Juan B was a you know, a treasure and we yeah. shouted him really early in the season. I think we both had him from beginning to end and for the most part I just regret not even playing him as much as I should have. Um I'm I'm excited for him to come to Arsenal next year. Yeah, I think I think a hundred percent he <laughs> yeah, you are excited, aren't you? <laughs> uh no, I think a hundred percent I um he was yeah, he was a treasure this year that we were lucky enough to find very early. I, I agree with um, FPL Jim about Rabo. I mean, Rabo's just been, was insane the entire season. Um, I think Laporte is another player that, like, was kind of under the radar the entire, for not the entire year, yeah, but a lot he, of the year. But he played, like, every game almost. He had 177 points, and he started the season priced, like, around 5-5, five, five, uh, which was a great price for him. Um, yeah. shame, and, shame on our write-ins for not even mentioning Laporte. I mean, I, I think he's probably one of my biggest errors of getting rid of midway through the season. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I think you could, you could probably shout like, you know, obviously Sun had that outrageous run of form like mid season. Um, you know, the, some of the, the, those lower price forwards like Jimenez, Wilson, um, you know, that had these, these really big years and performed at a high level. Uh, for most of the season. So yet, you know, there are a lot of good performances this year and, and we've talked about this before. It's really about getting on those, uh, early. It's hard, you know, but, um, we'll talk more next year, uh, like we did kind of at the beginning of this last year about the stats that we're looking for to pick those types of players out. So, uh, all right. We've got a, just a handful of, of questions and comments to kind of wrap up the year. We'll talk about the future of the pod and we'll wrap things up, Jake. So, uh, Thomas wrote in, uh, will you continue Jake's mistakes during the summer? Non FPL related, just regular life <laughs> mistakes. <laughs> oh my god, Jake, uh, what do you think? That's gonna be like a short pod. Like, is that all we're gonna talk about? I think we could stretch it out pretty long. I'm gonna be completely <laughs> honest. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, um, yeah. All right. Well, we're not doing that. No. Um, uh, FPL Virgin Mark, um, who are your primary targets for next season? Uh, and then he has a second part of that question. Why do people tend to go heavy at the back and then they start to scramble to try to get that money out of the back line? Um, and then he, finally, what is a prohibitive price for a pool back? Uh, seven, eight. So let's start with that first thing. Um, I'll answer the first question. Who are your primary targets for next season? Um, I, I know this is a cop out. I'm not going to answer that because I don't really know like what teams are going to look like. I don't know, uh, what prices are. Uh, and so I can't really make a, a great pick. Um, I mean, just like off the top of my head, my team structure is going to be very similar to what it was last year. I'm, I'm going to go heavy in the back, just like I did at the start of, of last season. Um, I think that people that people sometimes do go heavy at the back to start the year, and then they kind of freak out. I think that the back line is a place that you just really need to have a lot of patience with those players. Try to get as many attacking backline players players like Trent, Rabo, mm-hmm. even Alonzo into your team, players like VVD that have some goal threat. Um, we, we want them in. 
And then that last part of it, what is a prohibitive price for a pool back? I don't know, Jake. Like, where would you – I'd have to look at price per million and do just a little bit of math, quick maths. But I think you start questioning it when you get, like, into that seven range, right? Seven, seven and a half, well, eight range. Well, I think seven is fair. I think eight's a little outrageous. So I think if they go to eight, most people will have a hard time paying for them. But, I mean, Trent's obviously going to rise a lot. I, I agree with everything. I think it's – Again, hard to say primary targets. I think you summed it up well. Keeping the structure. I think I think another thing I will add is there is always one midfielder who is in that price range of six to seven that is just a diamond that you need right. to have in your team for most of the year. The year before it was uh Grob Grob Grob. And this year it was it was uh Ryan Frazier. For Bournemouth, and I guarantee you, there's going to be another one. And when the the sooner you can figure out who that guy is and keep him on your team for the year, the better you will do in FPL. So that I'll add for that. Um, I think the the whole scrambling once you have a good backline or once you go big in the back is just you know there's performances by midfielders or forwards that you you chase points. It's just it's you know FPL human error. Um, so try not to do that. And yeah, I, I, we already answered the pool. I think seven's probably a fair price for a lot of them. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, FPL gym premium forwards next year. I think we've already talked about that. Probably not unless they change structure or points. Uh, favorite film, says Jim. Jake, do you have a favorite film? Just overall in general? Yeah, favorite film or something that you've watched recently that you really like? Hmm. Oh, I mean, I think that the Lord of the Rings trilogy's always been really high on my favorites, I would yeah, say. I can agree with that. I, it's got to be one of my favorites as well. Um, I don't really watch movies. <laughs> yeah. I did watch Bohemian Rhapsody recently. That was very good. Was well done. Oh, I just watched that on the plane ride. Yeah, home. on the plane good. ride. I- Same thing with me. Plane ride. Remy. Remy Malik. right? Isn't that his name? Yeah, actually, that's what I was going to say is Remy did a fantastic job. I still don't think... Did, did Bohemian... No, I guess... Well, I always get it confused because there's like 14 awards for, for movies, but uh. Green Book won and then Bohemian Rhapsody won, and I felt like A Star is Born is... Kind of got shafted, but whatever. You know, that's... New podcast for the summer. <laughs> All right. Uh, Frank said, favorite pod, keep up the good work. Also, a dildo prize should really be available for your league winner. I think that's mm-hmm. a, I mean, I think it's something that we need to heavily consider. Yeah. I'll be adding that to my list of things to talk about this summer. It's a tough one with the dildo prize, though, because, like, you know, we want, dildos aren't one size fits all. You know what I mean? So, like, are we going to have to take orders? Like, what you know, which size do you want? You know, are we going to have features on the dildo or, or do we go with like a kind of a more classic standard, you know, rubber black, yeah. you know, 12 inch, 12 inch by four inch dildo. I mean, that's just like a yeah. standard one, right? That's what you would use. So, yeah, I'm kind of uncomfortable. Also, we should make sure the coyote kid sends in his T-shirt size. We'll we'll be getting multiple. I'm I'm on that. I didn't spend all my money in Barcelona, so I'll be able to pay for some shirts. But can't wait. Uh, yeah, Bobby Love says, "Chat shit, get banged." <laughs> yeah, okay, Bobby. Uh, Steve is Jake essential. Well, I'll answer <laughs> that. Um, you guys know how much I hate that word, so I'm gonna say we can't answer the question. Um, yeah, Jake is Jake is essential because we we need a punching bag, you know. 
need one, right, Jake? I don't, I don't know yet, Steve. I'm gonna have to listen to the the previous week's pod, and I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> okay, Lane, what small thing would you do differently next season in terms of FPL that you think will help your rank? Uh, and Troll says plans for for next season. Um, so those are good questions. I, I'll be completely honest, like. I think one thing I want to do this year is this summer before the next season starts is like sit down and just like write down 10 rules of FPL, kind of like what we did last year. Uh, and I want to just do what I did again this year and follow them. Um, I kind of had them in my head this year, but I literally like want to write them down and be able to reference them um, that I think it'll just help me stay on track. Like when you, you know, cause everybody gets like kind of nervous, like, Oh shit, my team doesn't look good. Or I've had two red arrows in a row. What am I going to do? I need to change everything up. And then like what you said, it's kind of a human error thing, right? So I think I'm going to write my rules down this next year that I'm going to stick to, uh, to use. Yeah, that's fair. I think small thing do differently. I guess I'm going to have to double check my wild cards. Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> that might help. Yeah. Um, two point. Uh, uh, uh. When you pod next, will Jake be drinking a PSL? So this fall would be our next pod, Jake. W- will you be drinking a PSL? Well, no, it'll be a little. I mean, we always like to do our um, preseason pods, and that's a little bit too early. It's still too hot for a, a PSL. I, I don't think Starbucks will be carrying them. Yeah, let's let's talk next year then for the folks that are kind of interested. Um, so the EPL season, the schedule, I don't know if the schedule's out or not yet, but um, it normally starts like the second week in August, roughly. I thought, um, wasn't it the end of August? Well, uh, the first game, game week one was 8-10 last year. Oh, wow. It was the first God. game. Yeah, it's like over. a really short break. So um, Jake and I will will definitely, we'll take a pretty serious break here. Um, we won't really be on Twitter or Slack probably through most of June. Um, and then in July, we'll kind of get back involved again. Probably our first pod you can probably expect out like late July. Uh, we normally do... A couple podcasts to start the year, kind of like a, a kickoff pod, um, you know, a, a tips for success pod, and then maybe another pod where we we kind of review like different priced players. So I think this last year we did three or, or four kind of preseason pods, and I think this next year we'll probably do something the same. Um, does that sound right, Jake? Yeah, it was. I think we did a good job with the preseason pods. We did uh, the 10 rules and then... Um low medium and pr- high price players i think is what we did yeah we actually it's probably how a handful of people got turned on to us we we kind of put these pods out and we were lucky enough for fantasy football pundits to kind of pick us up and they did a nice little article on us on their website and um and shared just that we are a new podcast and it helped kind of get the pod going so you know kind of on that note like over the summer, if anybody has ideas for for pod promotion, whether you know some like a bigger account on Twitter, or you know um, you, you know somebody like you know fantasy football scout or fantasy football pundits, these bigger groups, if they're looking for podcasts, you hear about it, you reach out and let us know, or just throw our name out there. We, you know, we really appreciate that. Um, the thing is, like, it, it really does take a lot of time. I don't think people realize how much time it takes to. Uh, like get this sheet together, interact with people, talk on Twitter, talk on Slack, uh, record the podcast, edit the podcast. I mean, really, it's like I was thinking about it. It's probably eight 
hours or 10 hours a week for me to do that. Um, and we're just doing this for fun. So that's like a shit ton of time. And so we don't always have time to like promote the podcast. So anything that you guys can do to help us, we really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, we're always open to like ideas. Um, like for example, we've had a number of people reach out. Um, Mario 2.0, Mark, Emma. I mean, lots of people and Kenny, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing people, but people that have like reached out, FPL Gym that have provided content or have like given us some ideas or helped us kind of like with the direction of the podcast. So we're always open to that. And, and don't feel like, you know, because your name's not set on the pod every week that you can't reach out to, you know, whether that's just to ask FPL questions or like, you know, something more than that. And I'll be honest with you, like if, if, you know, if you reach out and, and it's not something that we're ready to go for, or it's something that we don't have time for, I'll just tell you that. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, but I, I'm always open to your ideas. So, um, yeah, I guess that's yeah. mostly it, Jake. I mean, do we have anything else that you want to add before we kind of wrap things up here? No, I don't think so. Great season. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was really a fun season. I enjoyed it. Happy the podcast grew as much as it did. Obviously, I'm ecstatic about how well my performance went this year. Um, you know, hopefully next year we can we can both have a, a good year as well, and you cannot you know shoot yourself in the foot like you did. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram the other dive. You can check out our website DiveFPL.com. Uh, download our podcast basically anywhere where where podcasts are found. We'd really appreciate, especially kind of the end of the year here. Uh, before the next year starts, if you, you could subscribe and rate um, the podcast, even if, if you leave a little uh, comment about how hard you get every time we put one out, we'd really appreciate that. Um, Jake, buddy, thanks for all your hard work, not hard work that you did this last year. Um, really poor quality season and advice that you provided, so thanks a lot for that as well. Let's get out of here, huh? Yeah, that's what all I'm right. here for. Let's do it. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive. Let me just uh, let me grab my beer here. You got a beer? Um, I didn't grab one. Dude, it's the last pod. Celebratory beer. One. All right, let me go grab one. All right, hurry up. Um, All right. Excuse me, fat, so... How long do you think it's going to be, ladies and gentlemen, until Jake's back with his beer? Oh, I haven't gotten up yet. Oh. You haven't even stood up yet? Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't. I'm going to leave this in the pod to demonstrate your incompetence. Uh, hey, as a fake doctor, can I take allergy meds with beer? Um. Yeah, it shouldn't. It depends what meds, I guess. Too late. Take. Taking it. <laughs>